Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Hey everybody, it's Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We're here at Dirty Mo's studio in Mooresville, North Carolina, to do our second annual Tour and 12 selection show. Joining me to my far right is Director of Operations, Kaylee Dubinsky. To her left, new co-owner, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And everybody knows this guy, Jack McNally, General Manager. Um, and guys, before we jump into it, Dale, I have to ask, man... New ownership, uh, you, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton, and Marks going in. Talk a little bit about the decision to to invest in, into the Cars Tour here in 2023 and beyond. Well, Junior Motorsports has owned cars that have competed in the Cars Tour for many years, and it's an excellent place to compete. It's a lot of fun. Jack and Keeley both have done a great job to build an incredible series that uh, we just have a lot of appreciation and respect for. And Jack came to uh, me about you know, the future of the series and wanting to assure that it was going to have a strong opportunity to, you know, survive well into the next decade. And, um, so it's, uh, you know, I talked to a few people about getting interested in being involved and, and all that came together really easily actually. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, am excited about the future of the series. We just want to try to give, uh, Jack and Keely more resources if possible, Otherwise, um, you know, the, the, you know, the series, as far as from the competitors and owners and team standpoint should, should feel relatively, you know, unchanged. So, cause the way it's going, the way it's been going has been pretty, pretty good. So got a lot of great things that, um, you know, we might have the opportunity to do in the future, but for the most part, uh, we love the series as it is and excited to get this season started, you know, really excited to get this season started and, see where we can make an impact to improve things for everybody. Well, the season's only four weeks away. We'll be at Southern National Motorsports Park, uh, March the 11th. But before we uh, get there, we got to do our tour in 12. But, Jack, before we dive in and talk about the the 12 drivers that will represent the tour in 12 in 2023, talk a little bit about the program as a whole, which started in 2018 as kind of a loyalty program to the Cars Tour, uh, some of the benefits that some of these drivers are going to get in 2023. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's a loyalty program uh, for, uh, you know, for the competitors, the drivers, and the owners. And as you said, we started in 2018. Uh, it has many benefits to it. Uh, first of all, it, there's a financial benefit. Uh, and it being a member of the Touring 12, you, uh, your entry fee is 50% of what it normally is. Uh, there's $150 show money for each event that you come to. Uh, there's a built-in provisional. Uh, should you not make the field, you can use a provisional. Um, and let's see, they can buy tires uh, with a $100 discount per set so that most of the teams buy two sets on a weekend. So that's a $200 per weekend uh, savings also. Uh, in addition to that, we 
go the extra mile in trying to showcase these fellas. Uh, I mean, they are the face of the series. And, um, you know, with interviews and, and this through social media, and it just helps them uh, with their careers. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's a, a young fellow trying to climb the ladder or a fellow that's perfectly happy being in the late model series. Uh, their careers are very, very important to them. And we try to highlight those folks a little bit more than the other folks. Yeah. And, and Kaylee, I'll, I'll ask you as well, some of the obligations that the drivers will have um, representing the tour as ambassadors for the tour. Talk a little bit about some of those responsibilities they have. Obviously, I know there's a media day coming up that those guys will be required to be at. Talk a little bit about how you guys will use them to kind of grow the series as well. Yeah. So a lot of times when we go into these towns, you know, we're trying to obviously bring the series, you know, to uh, different areas and that kind of, um, kind of helps out the economy a little bit too in these areas. So we really try to make sure that these drivers that we have selected are not only representing us well, but, um, you know, like we'll, we'll go into restaurants sometimes and give away free tickets. The touring 12 drivers know that no matter what we kind of just come up with or where we take them, um, that like this year, we're going to, uh, try to go to the air force base at Langley and, you know, kind of try to work with the military a little bit more. And, um, you know, too, when we do the like autograph sessions and things, you know, they're required to bring their hero cards and, you know, take pictures, sign things. Um, they just really are that group that, like Jack said, they are the faces of the series and, um, they really, they do a lot. They do a lot for us. And yeah. Dale, did you apply for the tour in 12? Man, that would have been nice. I, um, you know, the thing <laughs> about it, to save yeah, tires, right? that's right. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I think it's a great way, like Jack said, it's a loyalty program. They're going to do some things for the tour. The tour is going to do some things for them. And it's a great way to, you know, throughout the broadcast to be able to, to highlight some of these drivers and, um, and, you know, and, and, it also, I think, for these young drivers that are sort of trying to work their way up through the ranks, it's a great way to challenge them, you know, to what can they, how can they be an asset to the series? How can they create content, go on social media, not only to promote themselves, but promote the series they're part of. And so uh, this will be a great experience for them that'll, that'll help them beyond the years there in the car store. Yeah. Well, before we, before we dive in, and I want to do this and we, I want to preface this by I don't want the keyboard warriors to come out and ask why certain people uh, weren't selected for Tour and 12. Uh, a couple of bigger names that will run the majority of the Cars Tour races in 2023. Uh, your driver, Carson Quapel, uh, RNS race cars, Bobby McCarty. He did not put an application, but we know that he plans on running the majority of the season. Um, and then also Caden Honeycutt, who's with Mike Darn. Uh, he mentioned at Florence this past weekend they plan to run 10 to 12, but they did not apply for a tour in 12. So before everybody jumps on keyboards and asks why this person wasn't picked or this person wasn't picked. And again, another very strong list of, of applicants uh, that, that applied for the 12 spots. Um, 
But we'll dive, go ahead and dive into it. The, the first driver of the class of 2023 for the Tour and 12 uh, from Oak Ridge, North Carolina, driver of the number two Lee Poyan Performance uh, ride. He's Brandon Pierce. Brandon, when we talk about loyalty, this guy has been loyal to the series. Uh, he has been a pro, uh, uh, Tour and 12 driver since its inception in 2018. Only missed one race. That was due to Jack suspending him for a race for rough driving. <laughs> Uh, at Carteret uh, back in 2020. But um, again, uh, not the season that he really wanted uh, in, in 2022. Did run all the races, seven top tens, finished sixth in championship points. Does have his uh, one career win at Southern National where he uh, he and your driver, Josh Berry, battled it out there till the end where, where Brandon was able to win back in 2019. But Dale, talk a little bit about Brandon Pierce and the loyalty that he has to the Cars Tour. Yeah, um, you know, I've had some interactions with him. We actually had a conversation even after the, the race in Florence at the Icebreaker where we I ran over him and uh, we <laughs> talked a little bit about that. But um, I really like Brandon. I think he, um, I think he uh, number one, driving for Lee um, is, is a great team. Lee's uh, well-respected throughout all the late model uh, stock world. And – you know, I think the loyalty that that we're showing him, they are, they have returned that and shown to the to the tour. Um, hoping that you know Brandon can turn things around and have. A, I know he wants to have a better year this year and struggled last year, uh, but uh, you know, for me, I think he's a great addition to the twelve and uh, has been a part of it for so many years. Um, and and again, the loyalty that they've shown to the Cars Tour, I think, uh, kind of was what influenced uh, bringing him back this year. Again, Brandon Pierce, driver of the number two, Lee Pulliam, is our first driver in the Tour in 12. Going to driver number two that will represent the Tour on the Tour in 12 uh, list. Uh, he's a, This will be his third time as a Tour in 12 driver. He drives a number 16 for McCombie Elliott Racing, and that's Chad McCombie. Chad, with his first win in Cars Tour competition last year at Hickory, uh, Four top fives, seven top tens, fifth in championship standings a year ago. Uh, he's got 33 starts with the Cars Tour in his career. Uh, Jack, I think this is probably this was probably a no-brainer for you guys just because of what Chad brings to the racetrack each and every week. Absolutely. Um, there's probably not uh, a more versatile driver. Uh, Chad can drive anything, literally anything. Matter of fact, he does anything from stock cars to uh, IMSA, I believe it is, and uh, road race. If we ever have a road course race, that's what we put our in money the, on. in the tour. Our boys are in trouble because Chad's going to walk away. I can promise <laughs> yeah. that. But uh, but you're absolutely right. He's he's a fine young man. Uh, Chad's not one of our younger ones, um, but he's a great veteran. He loves the series. Uh, personality plus, uh, just. Uh, just a great ambassador to the Cars Tour. Yeah. Dale, I want you to chime in. Um, you know, we had Chad on, on our podcast last year after he won Hickory, and one of the questions I asked him was how intimidating it was to play you in a movie, you know. Um, so you've got a little bit different relationship with Chad. Talk about what he, what he adds to the tour. He's an asset to the tour, such an incredible asset. Um, you know, drives for a, a – well-respected team, Robert Elliott. I raced against Robert and back in the nineties, uh, and um, I've known and watched Chad ever since. You know, we had that 
you know, uh, unique uh, connection yeah. of him playing uh, my character in a movie. But um, I, you know, I just have a lot of respect for him because he is soft-spoken, goes about his business, shows up to the racetrack, races hard. You never see him really do anything uh, controversial or, or, or anything that, you know, he never puts any of the drivers in bad situations. And he's fast and, and, you know, just, just a really great, you know, the kind of, if you're going to have, you know, a tour and have a, have a series, that's the kind of drivers you want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that he's going to return to the cars tour. Um, and I think it's awesome. He's going to be part of the 12. And I might add that if he ever gets his luck turned around from last year, He's gonna be. He's gonna be to be dealt. With. Well, he definitely. I, I never saw anybody have any worse luck than he did. Yeah, well, he started off really good. Uh, obviously, the win at Hickory in the second race of the season, he was right there in the points championship with 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 Carson, yeah. and then kind of had fell on some bad luck there in the middle of the year that kind of handicapped him. But uh, excited to have Chad as a member of the Tour and Twelve here in twenty twenty three. Driver number three that will represent the Tour and Twelve in twenty twenty three. Visited Victory Lane multiple times in 2022. He'll drive the number 77 for Chad Bryant Racing, Mr. Connor Hall out of Hampton, Virginia. Again, three poles, three wins, eight top five, ten top tens, second in championship standings behind Carson Quapple. And he'll be the first one to tell you that if he hadn't run out of gas in two of the first three races, he probably would have given Carson a little more of a fight. But uh, he is, he's been very... Uh, adamant that a Cars Tour championship in 2023 is is his goal. And, and Keeley, talk a little bit about Connor Hall and, and what he brings back as intangibles to the Cars Tour in 2023. First of all, Connor Hall has to be one of the most entertaining people. And like you, would, you wouldn't necessarily think it until you get to talking to him because he's much more quiet than you would expect. Um, Connor is just so much fun to be around. But as soon as it comes time about – an hour before qualifying, he's, you can't even talk to him. He's so laser focused. He's tough everywhere he goes. Um, you know, it's it's been really fun to have that team, you know, with uh, Chad Bryant Racing and uh, Zach Brewinger along with uh, Triple R. They, uh, they were a little bit of troublemakers in the beginning, which obviously just kind of makes everybody have more fun. Um, but they, they are really, really competitive, you know, everywhere they go. So we're looking forward to having them back. Yeah, and I think the one thing about Connor is that um, I think he's a good ambassador for the Cars Tour. Um, he's, and like you said, he's very soft-spoken and he's very – I call him an, an, an extroverted introvert kind of thing, like where like once it. once you like get to know him, he, he'll open up and talk to you. Um, <clears throat> they had a little bit of bad luck at, at, at Florence this past weekend in the icebreaker. They finished second but lost some lead there and didn't, didn't cross the scales weighing properly. But uh, – Dale, you've raced against against Connor a yeah. couple of times. Talk about what what that might mean for the cars tour here in twenty twenty three. You know, racing is uh, really good in any series when there's a lot of diverse, unique personalities. And when we look at these twelve or even more drivers that are part of the course cars tour, there's there's a really really good variety of 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 personalities. And Connor's our hard charger. You know, and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna use the bumper when it when it's necessary. What do whatever it takes uh, to try to get a win. Uh, I've watched him more particularly this past season, and uh, he races hard. 
you know, he raises people hard and he, he tries to do whatever it takes. He's got a, you know, he's, he's on a mission to, uh, to, to make it to the big leagues. And, and he works, you know, he works really hard with, with, with very limited resources uh, and opportunities and tries to make the most of every opportunity in, you know, behind the wheel. So I can respect that. And we need that type of personality in the series. He fills that role really well. Connor Hall, he's the third driver in the 2023 class of the Tour in 12. We go to our fourth driver, uh, also a multi-year Tour in 12 driver. Uh, he will also be driving this year for Chad Bront Racing. He'll be driving the number 24. That's Mason Diaz uh, from Virginia. Um, Dale, a guy that uh, you raced pretty hard at North Wilkesboro there, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in the, in the last closing yeah. laps. And uh, what'd you say? I finally got up to finally him. Finally got up to him. But, <laughs> He's fast. Yeah, but, but, but again, and, and that was Mason's, you know, that was kind of his highlight for the Cars Tour. But all 15 starts last year did have a pole, three top fives, five top tens, finished eighth in championship points. Um, again, one of those guys that, that, is trying to just kind of find his way. Uh, made a transition from Mike Darn racing to Chad Bryant. Um, they were at Florence in their first race uh, for the 400 back in November. Um, we're fast, um, and I have no reason to believe that they won't be fast and competitive. Talk a little bit about what he brings to the tour. Yeah, he's really young, uh, and I think has there's a there's a lot of lessons to learn there, right? And one of the great things about Jack is. Uh, he he goes about the right way to teach these drivers the lessons they need to learn uh, to improve, not only on the racetrack but off the racetrack. And I have a I have a lot of um, I'm you know I'm kind of uh, bullish on Mason and his you know his opportunities going forward. I think that he has incredible talent, very fast, and uh, really pretty smart, good racecraft. And he's just, you know, a young guy, got to clean a few things up. And we've seen, you know, we've seen Jack and, and Keeley both, um, you know, do what's necessary to, to, to right. show the drivers the right way. And, and maybe Mason goes through some of those experiences. Maybe he doesn't. But I think that once he sort of polishes up, matures a little bit through the, through the next couple of years, um, he's going to be so tough. To, to handle on the racetrack because he has the speed, has some of the racecraft, knows how to get through the field. And um, I've spent some time around him uh, outside of the car, around him and Josh Berry and so forth, and just a really cool kid. Um, his dad uh, is involved in ownership at, at Southern National, and Mason has to work some of those weekends, get out of the car, and actually understands how to operate the facility I think that's a great perspective for somebody so young to have. I think that, you know, he bring, when he goes to the racetrack and comes to the Cars Tour, he understands what these tracks are going through and what they're trying to do to operate and put on these events. So um, he's learning a, a ton at a very young age, and I'm excited for him to to commit to the series this year and glad he's going to be part of the 12. And Mason Diaz, he is driver number four in our Tour and Tour and, Tour and 12 class of 2023. Uh, next driver um, – Potentially your oldest rookie of the year, uh, 37-year-old. He'll be driving the number 22 for Nelson Motorsports, uh, a seat that was vacated by Bobby McCarty, Mr. Kale Gale. And, and again, this will be his first full-time year in the Cars Tour. 
he did run one pro race at Franklin County uh, back in tw- mm-hmm. last year for for Ashley Krim Racing. Finished third, uh, good run, but but this guy's got thirty three Xfinity starts, thirty six truck starts, and a truck win. And uh, Jack, talk a little bit about having Kale Gale as a member of the Tour in Twelve and potentially your oldest ever rookie of the year in the Cars Tour. Um, Barry Nelson really pulled a rabbit out of a hat on this one. Um, no one, I don't think, saw this coming. Um, but we're thrilled to death, first of all, for Kale to join the series, and secondly, for Barry to be able to continue to be in the series. He's been a, Barry's been a loyal supporter of the series for many years, multiple cars on some occasions. Uh, so we're just thrilled to death that he's got Kale and Kale's ability along with Barry and his team's ability uh, to compete. Uh, if you've, as you've mentioned, Kale has been kind of up the ladder, so to speak. Uh, now, I don't want to use the word back down, but he's, he's back here in the late models. Uh, I don't think he's run much in several years. Um, so we're just, we're just really excited. I think he brings, he's, he's very personal, very personal, uh, person, uh, will do a great interview. I'm sure that, and, uh, his application for the touring 12 was really impressive. He is, he's in it. He's, he's really in it and he's, he's here to win. I can tell him that much. Dale, did you ever race against I might have, yeah. I think I might have run a, a time or two with him, but I did get to know him when he was up in the Xfinity Series and 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 at the race weekends, uh, racing the trucks. Um, great personality, racer, knows how to work on his stuff, and uh, has ran a lot of uh, late models, super late models, and pro races over the last several years. And I think if Nelson and 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 Kale can combine their knowledge and understanding and, and expertise, they could be a very, very serious threat all year long. Yeah. It's sort of those, uh, the unknown, right? That, that it's a curveball that's going to come into the series. And I think all of the competitors that have been here over the last couple of years are on notice. Oh, absolutely. Right. And so, yeah, Kale's, I like the veteran style of, of driver that comes in. We have several, drivers that have been around for a long time and, and have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great leadership skills to try to help these younger drivers understand, you know, racecraft and things like that. And Kale will be one of those assets to the series uh, over the year to, you know, take a driver or two under his wing and, 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 and help them understand racecraft and in and out of the car, you know, so that'll be, that'll be important for the series to have a guy like Kale around. Kale Gale, driver number five for the tour in 12 in 2023. Uh, driver number six ran full time on the Cars Tour a year ago. Was not a Tour and Twelve driver. Uh, he pilots the number ninety five out of the Carroll Speed Speed, uh, speed Shop, and that is Mister Jacob Hefner. Uh, again, Jacob ran full time. Was an annual entry a year ago. Uh, four top fives, ten top tens. Finished third in in championship standings. And again, he's one of those guys that. Um, if he didn't have such bad luck in the first three or four races, he, he probably would have been a lot closer to, to Carson Quapel in that championship. Chase did a, did a great job at the end of the year. Uh, 
finished third at Martinsville. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal uh, for a driver that's that's young, up and coming uh, like Jacob. And Kaylee, talk a little bit about uh, Jacob Hefner and what he's going to mean for the tour. Because again, like, and we we jokingly had this conversation. I actually talked with his car owner Justin Carroll at Florence this past weekend, and he said. If it weren't for Keeley and Jack after the third race, we weren't coming back. We were we hadn't had any luck, and you guys kind of convinced them. And, and honestly, they had a, a phenomenal end of twenty twenty two. So talk a little bit about what he brings to the table. Yeah, so I mean, we're excited about every single person that we have chosen for this Touring Twelve program. And you know, I will go ahead and say that there are some that well, most, we would have put every single one of them in if we could have. But I'm really excited to have Jacob Hefner a part of this because. Um, he is just, he's dedicated, he's hardworking and he's quiet too, you know? So it, uh, it took a little bit for us to start to get to know him. Um, the Carols are such great people. They also work very hard, but you know, after those first few races, um, there was a couple incidences and, um, you know, I remember after one of the races, I was up until like three o'clock in the morning working on results, couldn't sleep. And I was on the phone with his dad at like three o'clock in the morning and they were like, we're just done. We can't do this anymore. Um, they were really upset about some certain scenarios that went on and I all but begged them to stay. And it wasn't for the car count. It wasn't, it wasn't about that. I just immediately saw so much potential in Jacob Hefner and he is a wheelman. I mean, he is our wheelman of the year is what we, we deemed him as. And, um, he, he earned every single bit of that award. He races so hard, but not only that, it's his passion that carries him um, so far through this series. So I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. Dale, this is one of the one of the smaller teams that that competes in the Cars Tour with with Carroll Speed Shop, and um, they they've they've really done a nice job of competing with the with the bigger teams. Uh, and you've raced against Jacob a couple times here in the last, you know, your you know Wilkesboro. I think y'all raced a little bit together, and then Florence the last couple times you've raced. Talk about what this youngster brings to the tour in 2023. From my experience, he's a really clean racer. There's a couple opportunities Absolutely. out there for him to uh, to make things difficult for me, and and he cut me a few breaks on the racetrack. You pay attention to those things, you yeah. know. And I think as a driver, when you need somebody to cut you a break, and they do, you you kind of you know you you file that away, and that's something you know it's part, it sort of puts a stamp on on that driver, and and and, and you gain instant respect. So. Um, my experience on the racetrack with him has been great. Uh, his story is unique and, um, they are grinding away, uh, to, to make it work. And, um, and it paid off last year. And so hopefully, uh, being part of the 12 will be a asset to them and, and continue to help them, uh, improve their program. Look forward to being out on the racetrack with him some this year and, and having some more fun, but I've enjoyed being on the racetrack with him thus far. Six down, six to go. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will unveil the final six drivers for the class of 2023. You're watching the Tour and 12 Selection Show with Stickered Up at Dirty Mo. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Welcome back to the Tour and 12 Selection Show, Stickered Up, Dirty Mo Media. Got to pay some bills. Thank some people that are going to help Stickered Up come to you each and every week here in 2023. Got to thank our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, uh, Donnie Pereer. Done a lot for the series over the last several years. Very much so. And, um, 
Excited to have him on board here in 2023. Also, uh, Roger Johnson, Performance Center Race and Warehouse. This is Roger's second year on board with us with the Stickered Up podcast. And then got to thank Adam Zirkle with GeoCut, Adam Zirkle Performance Technologies. Uh, thank you guys for all you guys do and excited about another successful year of Stickered Up in 2023. Moving along, uh, driver number seven for the 2023 Touring 12 class. Uh, no stranger to victory lane in the Cars Tour. He was the winner at Langley Speedway in the Visit Hampton 125 last year. Brendan Butterbean Queen, he'll be driving for Lee Pulliam Performance, and uh, he came out of the gate pretty hot with his first debut with Lee Pulliam. Uh, won his first race at South Carolina 400 in November, a race, Dale, that you, that you were in. Um, Talk a little bit about having Brendan Queen and again in a Lee Pulliam performance car, what that means for the tour. Yeah, we talk about personalities and and having a lot of different fun, unique people as a part of this series, especially when the drivers can be um unique. That's helpful for the series and it's entertaining for the fans. And he's one of the more unique, uh, colorful drivers. And, you know, with my experience at uh, at, at North Wiltsboro, he seemed to me to be one of the harder workers in terms of engaging with fans one-on-one, signing autographs, handing out postcards, introducing himself to everybody that would that was around. He never really missed an opportunity uh, throughout the, the couple of days we were there to promote himself, promote his his brand, who he was working for, who he was, what he was trying to accomplish. And um, he does really good on the racetrack, right? So he's pretty fast and he's got uh, teamed up with Lee. Uh, I think that you know the way the way that Lee runs his business and and the driver that Lee uh, pull him is um, that's going to make uh, Butterbean even better. Uh, he he will learn so much from from Lee and being a part of that team and being you know his racecraft is going to continue to improve. He's already a very very sharp racer that can get to victory lane and it's going to be even harder and harder to beat him as the year goes on. Yeah, and Jack, I want to ask you, um, obviously, he he's always engaged with you guys about wanting to run the tour. They just haven't financially been able to do it uh, until this year. But, man, talk about a dominating driver at a racetrack. I mean, he's owned Langley Speedway, Langley Speedway for the last four or five years. And the thing that I – look at him is, is, is like Dale mentioned, like his just eagerness to work hard, not just with the fans, but like to get to the track. Like he showed up to Langley for the cars tour race and they had an engine issue. They didn't even turn a lap of practice on Friday, go back to the shop, work hard on the car, come back and, and win in a very exciting fashion. Um, that's one of those we talk about. It's when the local drivers come run against the cars tour guys, and he was able to beat the cars tour guys at night. Now he's on the tour. And I'll tell you, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Does the, when we go to different racetracks, you know, we'll have anywhere from three to four or five local fellows run with us. They haven't had a lot of luck yeah. uh, in beating the tour fellows, but uh, Butterbean did. And the other thing about him that that was a fa- that's a family operation up there in Northern Virginia. Yeah. And on top of his asphalt racing, he also races dirt and wins. Yeah. So he's he you know, celebrates at the Waffle House whenever he wins. He, on Friday he night. goes to the Waffle House. <laughs> so we're we're just thrilled to death to have him on board. And and again, uh, the fellows that's been on the tour for several years, it better take notice. 
Yeah, I think Brendan Queen will definitely be one to watch in 2023. He's driver number seven in the Touring 12. Number eight, <clears throat> no uh, familiar face. Didn't run full-time with us last year in 2022. He decided he wanted to do something a little different uh, to start the season. He started the season running for a track championship at Dominion uh, up in Virginia. Um did come back. He did run five cars to a races uh, in 2022 with us. Uh, had a top 10 at North Wilkesboro, um, but very familiar name with the cars tour. And that's Minnie Tyrell. He'll be driving the number 81 Timmy Tyrell racing uh, entry. And Jack, uh, I think one of the more emotional victory lanes when he met his first win at Tri-County back in 2021 what does it mean to have t uh, Mini Tyrell back on the tour in 2023? Uh, I'm thrilled to death. Uh, Mini and his family are just some of the greatest, greatest folks in the world. Uh, they do so much charity work yeah. that a lot of people don't realize. Uh, at our banquet, they had a little car that they had built in their shop that they're going to take to cancer centers. Yeah. And and let the kids sit in the car and take pictures and that sort of thing, um, but just a wonderful family. And Minnie is probably one of the most charis what's word charismatic charismatic. Yeah. God, thank you. <laughs> uh, persons. I mean, he's even when he has rotten luck. Yeah, he, he's still he's still upbeat. Yeah, and they're still looking. They said we'll be back next week. Yep. And, and it's a family organization, and uh, they hold their own pretty well. They've had some bad luck, yeah. but that, that win at Tri-County was, I mean, there was tears everywhere. Yeah. His dad hugged me and thought he was going to crush yeah, me. Yeah, definitely a young man that's that has matured um, in the last couple of years, and, and I've been able to see that. Um, Dale, Jack mentioned his the extracurricular, the, the fundraising, the stuff that he does. Um from an ownership standpoint with the Cars Tour, how valuable is that for you as an owner to see your drivers doing that stuff off the racetrack? It's um, it's it's really, I think that uh, you know, you can't you can't emphasize enough to the drivers how important it is for them to be doing the work off the track that they're trying to put in. You know, the effort they put into the track, they need to equal that off the racetrack and. Yeah, we you know everybody loves results. Going out and winning races is definitely going to get a lot of people's attention. But if you're not marketable or and learning how to market yourself, if you're not charismatic, if you're not able to you know manage an interview, yeah, or you know you know actively engaging race fans at the racetrack and things like that on a regular basis, those are the things that people also pay attention to. Those are the things that owners and people at the next level or in the truck or Xfinity series are going to expect from you. And so um, you love to see drivers like many uh, and several other cars tour uh, drivers actively, you know, practicing those skills and improving, uh, uh, being able to showcase their personality. That certainly makes it easier for Keely and Jack to, to promote them, right? When, when they have a story behind them and they understand who they are. So many does a perfect job at that. He's out there, you know, all the time, introduce himself to everybody. Um, I, I, he's in the short time that I've really been more physically around the mm -hmm. tour. Uh, he's went out of his way to, to speak to me, to, to, to engage with me. And it's been a lot of fun getting to know him. 
Yeah. Mini Tyrell. He is driver number eight for the 2023 class of the Tour and 12. Driver number nine. Um, not a ton of cars tour experience, but he made uh, the best of his three starts in 2022. Uh, he joined the tour at Hickory Motor Speedway, North Wilkesboro, and Tri-County. Pair of 12ths uh, at Hickory and Tri-County. Um, cool thing about this guy is his race shop is literally in the shadows of North Wilkesboro Speedway, turn three. Uh, and that is Mr. Dylan Wilson. He'll drive the number four for Two Barrows Performance Shop. And Keely, I know that when Dylan Wilson made the announcement uh, on social media, I uh, want to say it was a couple months ago, that they were going to run full-time cars tour, um, I think it kind of raised some eyebrows, and I think that it just shows how many people want to run the series full-time. And, and talk about the process and the selection of Dylan Wilson to be in the Tour in 12 here in 2023? Well, we're really excited to have Dylan Wilson um, into the program for sure. Um, one thing that was really cool is when he did make that announcement on Twitter, the amount of engagements that he got from it. I mean, he really, when he came and ran North Wilkesboro with us, he didn't just, you know, try to get into the race and then do it. Like he created so much content surrounding that event. And that really was cool for the fans because they were able to get a little bit more of like the behind the scenes feel and like why that was so special to his family. And of course that racetrack that is, it, you know, their family like lives there, you know, of course, yeah. but he acts that way and has that much passion at every single race he goes to, you know, he, he participated in the throwback race and um, you know, he, he really wanted to make it work to come and run full time with us. So when we saw his application, I was like, this is fantastic. You know, Again, he's going to keep creating content so that the fans can kind of get that that good old boy behind the scenes feel, which we love. And I think that an important thing about Dylan, too, is he's not out there trying to make it to the highest levels in racing. Um, I'm sure if the opportunity presented itself, he would take it. But he is just out there, you know, having fun with his family and just keeping that that racing line alive. You know, his grandfather, Dean Combs, um, we've all gotten to know him over North Wilkesboro. That was fun. Um, just, it's just a long line of racers and that's exactly what, what they intend to keep doing. So I think that having Dylan with those values and with what he's trying to tackle, um, with racing late models, I think that is really important, um, for us to have a part of this program. Dale, I mean, you're obviously with what you do social media wise with your podcast and but but guys like Dylan Wilson and Landon Huffman and Boo Carlisle, those guys like really capture the behind the scenes of that grassroots racing. Talk about what Dylan Wilson brings to the cars tour with doing some of that stuff behind the scenes to kind of let people know what it takes to get a race car to the racetrack each weekend. Yeah, I think that's absolutely what influenced his involvement in, into the 12 is all of the content that he creates and all the effort that he puts behind that. And um, it's really well done. And it does tell the story a little more um, in a little more transparent fashion to where, you know, you you understand exactly by watching what's going on, what it takes for him to get to the racetrack, what they have to work with, uh, financially what's involved. And a lot of times people aren't really willing to pull the curtain back to show you, okay, this is what I'm spending to get to the track this weekend. Yeah, This is what's going to take me this year if everything goes according to plan. And it's a lot of fun. I think it's helpful for people that don't know much about what it takes to run in the series 
are, are curious as to what it takes to run in a series. And it also shows other teams how the teams might financially organize, you know, to to make things a little more smooth throughout the year. But anyways, the, the content that he creates is really good. I think that that's something that, you know, we really hope all our drivers uh, uh, strive to to do is is take take themselves and and create content, promote what they're doing, promote their brands, but also promote the racing they're doing, where they're racing, what series they're racing in. And so, um, you know, Dylan's a great example of doing that really well. Dylan Wilson, driver number nine for the Tour in 12 in 2023. Driver number 10, uh, ran four cars tour races uh, a year ago. Best finish was 11th at Tri-County in the September trip. Um, and this driver um, ranked 19th in Bob Pockers' Fox Sports Top 20 Prospects for the next decade. So some pretty pretty elaborate things going on there. Uh, driving the number 55 for Lee Falk Racing, Ms. Isabella Robusto and Dale, uh, to have um, a female driver in the Tour in 12, I mean, obviously that's something that is is we see more and more in, in racing now. Um <clears throat> Talk about what she brings, a Toyota development driver, um, and again, her social media, what she's doing. And not only is she going to run full-time late model with Lee Falk Racing, but she's also going to run full-time pro on the Cars Tour side with Donnie Wilson. So you kind of got a two-for-one there. Man, that's going to be uh, that's going to be quite the season. She should have a lot of fun. We're excited that she's joining the Tour. I've been watching her this past year at Hickory, and um, she has speed. She has ability and, you know, just now she's going to be going to all these racetracks and, and on a tour where you're at a different place every weekend, um, learning at a really, really high rate. Uh, so she's got great equipment. Lee's been around forever. Everybody respects what he's doing and what he's done. And so um, she's with a great group. And uh, I'm excited to see, you know, what she can do. I think she'll have some, you know, she'll have a lot of learning experiences, uh, teaching moments, but I think also we will see that, you know, the, the potential and what, what she can become. Uh, and, and I think that she'll, uh, you know, the Cars Tour is a great place for her to continue that growth. So uh, it's going to be an exciting year for her. We're thrilled to have her a part of it. Jack, I know um, obviously having Isabella is a big draw for the Cars Tour, but again, it, 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 the commitment from, from Lee Falk Racing uh, to be involved with the Cars Tour again uh, as a Tour in 12 member. They had Braden Rogers last year. Uh, talk about the, the relationship and the loyalty that Lee Falk Racing has brought to the Cars Tour over the years. Lee's right at the very top, uh, right along with Barry Nelson, Lee Pulliam, uh, Marcus Richmond. Uh, you know, just year in and year out. Yep. Uh, multiple, sometimes multiple cars. Uh, never a question about whether they're going to be with the series. Do we get along all, all the time perfectly? No, we no. don't. Whoever gets along no. with, with Lee Falk <laughs> all the time. <laughs> We've had our moments, but uh, I consider Lee a very dear friend and, and a great resource. I'll, I'll call Lee if I hear something technical. I, I'm not a mechanic, but don't, don't mean to even uh, believe I am. Yeah. So I'll call Lee and say, Lee, I've heard this, or what do you think about that? And he'll shoot me pretty straight. Yeah. And that's a pretty important resource for sure. And I'll say one thing more about Isabel. When she goes with her, comes out with her content, it's going to be really good 
for the younger drivers to see what dedication she does. Absolutely. Day in and day out. She, as someone said here, she lives in the gym. Yes. She's on a diet that uh, Toyota has given her. She only eats certain foods. Um, she just eats, breathes, and sleeps racing. And that's, that's pretty well, I know. I know. In talking to Michael Falk, he's really excited about having her full time in the cars yeah. tour with the commitment that she's put into her craft. So, uh, Isabella Robusto, she is driver number ten in the Touring Twelve class of twenty twenty three. Driver number eleven ran full time on the cars tour in twenty twenty two. Fifteen starts, two top tens. Uh, had a lot of bad luck um, throughout the course of the season. Finished fifteenth in championship standings, but. This got to open some eyes uh, at, at in the New River 125 at the now New River All-American Speedway. Led 55 laps before he got uh, into it and a little scuffle with, uh, with Connor Jones there. Uh, but Andrew Grady driving the number one for Mike Darn Racing. He will be uh, a Touring 12 driver for the first time in his career. And Jack, talk about the decision to bring Andrew Grady on as a full-time Touring 12 driver. Well, he's he ran part-time in 21, full-time in 22. Uh, fine young man. Uh, Andrew's had some problems. Uh, got those turned around. Yeah. Uh, nice young man. Very personal. Uh, I'm sure can do a good interview. Uh, maybe not so much after Martinsville. <laughs> um, but he, I think Andrew knows that he's not going to do those things yeah. in the cars tour. At least I hope he knows. Um, but anyway, he's, he's running for Mike Darn. Mike Darn's been a loyal supporter of the cars tour for a number of years. Uh, and just really excited to have him on board. Dale, you got anything to add? I got to race him a little bit at Wilkesboro and, uh, see him race this year and, and certainly a, a unique personality. And yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fun to see, um, you know, how he, what kind of experience he has this year in the tour. And certainly, um, you know, a, a, a guy that, you know, wants to go out there and prove to everybody he can get it done. Yeah. You could see that in everything that went down, went down at Martinsville. You know, yeah. he's like, I, you know, if I can, if I can get the right opportunity or if I can get, you know, if things go my way, I know I can do it. And, uh, the frustration boils over at times, but, um, the car store is a great place to learn how to handle that, manage yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Come in here and, and learn some learn your racecraft, learn how to polish yourself a little bit and become a better racer. Well, we are down to one driver. And there's a lot probably a lot of people hand pins and needles that have applied for this and we're down to one. Uh twelfth driver in our class of uh twenty twenty three for the tour and twelve. Uh he is our um twenty twenty two Bill Steen rookie of the year. Finished sixth at Martinsville, uh, another very respectable 15 starts, one top five, eight top tens, finished ninth in championship standings. That's Mr. Chase Burrow. He'll be driving the number eight for Edwards Racing. And <clears throat> literally, the rookie of the year went down to the last lap. Zach Miracle ran out of gas, and literally Chase Burrow passed him down the backstretch to win rookie of the year. Um and this young man, um, and we were all there, this young man, very emotional at the Cars Tour banquet about how much it meant to him to win Rookie of the Year um, and made the statement, made the 
announcement that he was going to run full-time in 2022 or 2023 that they found the funding. Kaylee, talk a little bit about having Chase Burrow, uh, the the reigning rookie of the year as a member of the Tour and 12 for the first time. First of all, Chase, I know that you've been sweating through this entire thing, and that's because uh, your mom and Aaron and I decided that it would be really funny <laughs> to do that to you. So I do apologize, but welcome to the Tour Touring 12 program. Um, Chase really surprised us this year. I remember um, the first time I had talked to him is there was some lead on the track and we didn't know whose it was. And someone had said that it was his. So I walked up and was like, is this yours? And he started panicking. He's like, I, I swear, because it wasn't, it really wasn't. We figured it out later. Um, and that was my first encounter. Like he was just so like excited to be there and wanted to do all the right things. And, you know, he's younger, he's, he's still in school. Um, he's got a great family. He's got uh, Chris Edwards behind him and Rusty Skews uh, helping him week in and week out. And he wasn't even supposed to compete for the full season. I mean, Rusty, I believe, had surgery and that's why um, Chase was able to jump in the car. And then he really impressed everybody. So they kept him in for the full season. So like what what Chase Burrow did this year was not supposed to happen, which is really cool um, that he ended up being uh, our rookie of the year. So we're excited to add him to the program. Uh, like I said, that whole group. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's going to be very competitive this year too. I mean, he's shown uh, strong finishes with the tour, but also, you know, Martinsville and other places too, you know, he's, he's from Virginia and he's ready to, to go full time with us again. Dale, we talk about, <clears throat> I got, I want to say sophomore slumps, but you know, had a really good year. What are you supposed to be in the car? Rusty Skews was supposed to drive that car at Caraway and, and they put Chase in the car, had a really good run. And so went to Hickory, had a good run, went to, Greenville Pickens had a good run. Like, well, let's just keep the kid in the car. What, what, what does he need to do from, you know, you've been there, you've experienced it. What does a young driver need to do to kind of back up a, a rookie of the year championship year to come back to the series in a full-time capacity and compete and, and be, you know, run good. It's just about managing expectations. Um, you know, you, you get into the off season and you set some personal goals but you got to be realistic with those goals. Every offseason is a chance to get better, but once you start the season back, you know, it takes you two or three weeks to find that groove, settle in, get in a get in a rhythm uh, emotionally and mentally, and um, and and clean up the mistakes. Uh, and so I think you know I'm I'm I attend I, I tend to approach like the first of the season. A little conservatively in terms of risk taking and 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 aggression, you know, and it's so that I don't put myself in a hole making a lot of mistakes and and mm-hmm. and and tearing up my car. So um, I think in that that second year, you're just expecting to make this big check, you know, this big leap forward in, in 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 progress, but you really need to manage, you know, that expectation a little bit. Let that happen throughout the year, right? Right. And um, I think they'll do great. I I love the idea of 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 somehow almost guaranteeing that the rookie of the year is in the 12 and following season. And when they commit to a full year for that sophomore season, um, it, it just makes perfect sense to include the rookie of the year into this 12. They've worked really hard to get there, to win that rookie of the year title. They put a lot of effort in. And um, it's it's almost uh, a bit of a tip of the cap to, to a great rookie season to have them this year. Yeah. Well, those are our twelve drivers, and and uh, and again, we'll we'll recap. Um, obviously, um, 
I know there's a lot of excited people, probably some people that are a little disappointed, but again, our tour in 12 for 2023 include Brandon Pierce, Chad McCombie, Connor Hall, Mason Diaz, Kale Gale, Jacob Hefner, Brendan Queen, Minnie Tyrell, Dylan Wilson, Isabella Robusto, Andrew Grady, and Chase Burrow. And I look at this list of 12 drivers, and obviously on track, they're all very talented, but there's so many different personalities in these 12 drivers. Did you guys take that into account when you went through the selection process? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, again, if, if these folks are going to be front and center of your series, you want them to be the best in mm-hmm. representing the series to the public. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think this year, um, especially this year, we have like the perfect storm of different personalities and, you know, um, different things that each one of them bring to the table. You know, we have Isabella over here who meal preps all of her meals, you know, through TRD and is in the gym all day long. And, you know, and then on the other end, you know, Dylan Wilson's, you know, drinking a beer, smoking a cigar and working on his race car. And that is just so cool that we have like just so many different people involved this year. And I mean, Jack can, can agree. I think that this is the first year that we've had the perfect storm of different personalities and then also so much talent, you know, so we're, we are so excited to get started. I mean, production day is coming up soon and we're going to get everything going and uh, the season's almost here. Yeah, this is my first time observing how the 12 is chosen. And I got to look at all the applicants and really get a detailed information about what, you know, what their application involved and their their success and history on the racetrack. And there wasn't a, you know, there wasn't a candidate that didn't deserve to be in the group. And it was, uh, I think when we all uh, laid out our list, it was, uh, there was some similarities, but there were some differences, right? And yeah. an opinion about who should be in there. And it's a def- it's a difficult thing to do, you know, to to pick twelve when you've got you know uh, more than a dozen worthy candidates. So, um, but you know this chat, you know, now it's on these twelve. You know, it's a yeah. challenge to them to go out there and 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 support and promote the series, also promote themselves and what they're doing in their own brand, and um, and and we'll see what they got. Hopefully, uh, you know, if they it, you know next they do enough to 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 uh, earn the opportunity to come back to the 12 uh, in 24. Yeah. Well, let me ask you from an ownership standpoint, um, what are your expectations of these 12 drivers? I mean, do you, do you have a set expectation? Do you reach out to these 12 drivers at some point and say, Hey, we really want you to be a brand ambassador for the cars tour. And that's speaking on, you know, on behalf of you and, and Kevin and, and Jeff and, and Marks. I mean, so like, what 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 does that look like for you? I won't pay attention to per- performance. I won't yeah. really pay much attention to results on the racetrack. It's not about poles and wins. Uh, it's really about how you handle yourself, how you carry yourself post race interviews. When you win, when you lose, when you wreck, when the car breaks, how do you handle that? What's your remarks? Um, how do you you know how do you uh, what opportunities do you take to to engage uh, with the camera, with the microphone, with a fan to promote your sponsors yourself? The, the series, you know, I, when I was racing in, in, in the cup series in NASCAR, the first half of my career, it was about me. Like, what can I do to do, to be faster, to run better? Mm-hmm. The second half of my career, I really learned that I needed to also think about being an asset to the series, to the sport. How can I bring the sport up? Right. How can I help the sport be more valuable, get more eyeballs? And, 
um, not only for myself, but you know, well beyond the years I'd be driving, I, you know, the sport needs to succeed and survive and be healthy. And so, um, you know, hopefully I know it's these, a lot of these guys are really young. Wouldn't expect them all to, you know, I wouldn't expect them all to, to understand, uh, everything about that, but we do have some veterans in this group and, you know, you're going to lean on them to, to understand how important it is for them to, you know, that, the series that they are in uh, is is needs to be as important to them as as the results on the racetrack and and promoting their own brand. So it'll be fun to see uh, uh, how they evolve and grow and and how you know how they handle the being part of the twelve throughout the year. Yeah. Well, thank you for inviting us to come down and and do the selection show here in your studio. It's really cool. It looks even better in person than it does when you watch it on YouTube or on the podcast channels. But um, but thank you again for all you've done. And you know, I thank you at North Wilkesboro for making that happen, man. That was yeah. it's a really cool deal. And um, you know, excited to be able to go back to North Wilkesboro and run on All Star Weekend with the Cars Tour. It's going to be just an epic weekend. And excited for what 2023. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to you know Burton getting out to the racetrack. Everybody getting to talk to him. Uh, Harvick, he's going to compete. Uh, that'll be an incredible weekend whenever he, he he decides to announce that. Yeah. Um, and Justin Marks has a lot of really great ideas, and they are on track and off track ideas that okay. I, you know, that I, he he has, you know, obviously runs his own race team, has drivers, cup level drivers that would be interested in competing. Um, so who knows uh, what we're going to be seeing from all of the uh, investors this year. But um, they're all looking forward to getting out to the racetrack, boots on the ground, shaking hands, and getting to know everybody. It's going to make winning a Cars Tour race even harder when guys like Harvick and Earnhardt and – Well, I don't know about that. Um, I'll be honest with you. You know, the series and the competitors and the cars, everything is so tough. Yeah. And I've learned in just a short period of time that I've been back in the car that it is not easy. And if you don't show up with, you know, with everything right, you're not going to be running up front for these races. And I, you know, just looking at this 12 uh, drivers, the, the competition is, is, is greatly improved from 22. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you hope. Uh, we are going to have a tougher field. It is going to be harder to run in the top five, harder to run in the top three, harder to win races. And, um, and, and so that, you know, and there'll be some new names in that group so looking forward to getting the season going yeah jack any closing remarks on can i announce something absolutely okay. are you uh, gonna, I, don't know, I was gonna leak oh man oh we gotta what are you Go gonna leak? No. okay um uh, southern national march 11th per your tank lines one of our longtime sponsors has stepped up and increased the purse that win at Southern National will now pay $12,000. There will be additional monies for second and third. And he's also the title sponsor for that particular race at Southern National. Awesome. And I want to thank him and all the folks that work with him uh, for continuing sponsorship with the series. Donnie, thank you so much for your continued support of the Cars Tour. <clears throat> do you have anything to leak, or is that was that it? No, we just said we weren't going to, and I was going to do it anyway, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got any, so you got any news to leak? I got, I, we, there's some news, but I'm not going to leak it yet. We're okay. going to hang on to it. One one leak a day, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, well, again, thank you for having us down. Yes. Um, 
really excited about the the new ownership group and, and what the cars torque. I know the fans are excited. There's there's a lot of energy and I mean, honestly, I think Jack and I, we talked to Florence. I mean, expect up to 40 late models uh, at Southern National for the first race. That would be amazing. Yeah. There's so, a lot of people interested yeah. in coming to compete this year in both divisions. Yes, actually, actually, the annual entries filed right now, there's more pros than late model stocks, oh, wow. which is crazy. So we're really excited yeah. to start building that program back yeah. up too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the surprise, uh, the late model is going to be super strong, but I think the surprise is going to be the pros. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know obviously this is this is this tour in twelve is is for the late models, but before we go, Dale, talk a little bit about the pro side of of what because you know, there's some there's some guys that do the super stuff on a regular basis on off weekends. Maybe we see some of those guys come run a couple of the pro races for the cars tour. Absolutely. You know, it's uh two different race cars out, you know, you're buying a ticket to see two completely different shows in one night. And um, you know, I I'm I know I've learned a lot about the pro over the past year with with Travis Quapple and his car and understanding, you know, what they're trying to accomplish. And we certainly are excited about trying to grow the car count and interest in competing in the Cars Tour Pro Series. So it's uh, – I think we'll see a, a big increase this year and a big, big jump in interest. And, um, yeah, that's that's as important to us as anything else. Yeah. And uh, can't wait to celebrate those drivers this year. Yeah, to add um, to to Dale's point, um, we don't the the pro late model is division is not like a support division for the late models. We obviously started pros here very recently, and we want it to be the sister program to the late model stocks. So I want to make sure that everybody does know that we intend to continue building that program so that it can mirror each other. And we're we're doing everything that we can. You know, our purse is very high in comparison to other places. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything that we can to, to get that right well, to where the late models are. Well, I think are. too, the fact that you've got some standalone races for the pros, uh, uh yeah. Dylan, Florence and Wake County, I think that kind of solidifies that, that they are not a step down to the late models. They're, they're parallel to the late models. So thank you guys. A lot of fun. Uh, and enjoyed it. We will uh, have our next podcast from our home studio at Broadcasting Experts. We'll uh, record that on March 7th. We'll be previewing the first weekend of the Cars Tour schedule at 2023 from Southern National Motorsports Park, sponsored by Premier Tank Lines. Until then, on behalf of Keely Dubinsky, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jack McNelly, I'm Stephen Dunn, and this is Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Cars Tour. Cars Tour.